0: Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, should a company's board of directors shoulder the blame in the case of a data breach?
1: You know, whether regulatory agencies actually act on this or a private uh, stakeholder files a claim, I think we're going to see corporate leaders be held accountable.
0: Your business, all your personal information in your business has suddenly gone out the door to a hacker. Is that the end of the problem or is that just the beginning? We're turning our attention to this growing issue for small and larger businesses. Talking with Rebecca Lewis, she is Deputy Director of the Kogut School Cybersecurity Governance Center. They are accumulating a lot of expertise in D.C. region around these issues and when and why business leaders and business owners have to worry when the most innocent of data breaches occur. Thanks for joining me.
1: Sure, happy to be here. Uh, this is a really critical issue facing our nation and, of course, businesses who are here in the Capital Region and, and nationwide. We're getting a lot of questions from people, you know, small businesses, large businesses. Everyone is um, worried about it, though many people don't know what to do.
0: Well, I think the phrase, many people don't know what to do, is exactly right. Cybersecurity and just managing information or data integrity, it's for so many years, it was something that business people looked at. Oh, that's something that the MIS people, management information people, worry about. I don't need to know about that. Right. But I think what you're finding in your work at the center is that because of enforcement actions – now, that let's just start with public companies. Public info, if you lose personal data through a hacker, boards and owners now can face significant financial loss. Right.
1: That's true. Certainly, they can come under fire as being leaders of the company, and for the all of the potential damages and costs that the company itself faces. Uh, you know, we've seen a number of class action lawsuits being filed against companies for mishandling data and having uh, insufficient security practices. We've also seen shareholder derivative suits being filed against the directors and officers themselves. None of those have yet. Been successful. Most of them have been dismissed in the pretty early stages. Um, but as of now, I know we have at least still one. Uh, there's a claim against Wendy's that was filed just last month. Um, and as you know, the public's recognition and certain regulators' interest in this grows, I think the potential for those claims to be successful will increase.
0: What you're describing is, is that for those of us that I mean, you're, you're a former lawyer, as am I. For those of us that aren't lawyers, the, the key here is that corporations are democratic, meaning that the owners elect the operators. And the operators have a legal responsibility to do a good job. And if they don't, they can get sued. That's what a shareholder derivative suit means. And if they get sued, they could be personally liable. So the same way that we had with Enron and MCI WorldCom, people on the board of directors of the companies found themselves – they did such a lousy job protecting shareholders' interests. They faced personal financial liability. Enron directors paid out tens of millions of dollars. Same with MCI WorldCom. What we are looking at now, I think you're looking at the Kogod Center, what I'm hearing from other people here in town, is that we may be reaching a moment, maybe it's the Yahoo Verizon situation or others, where directors of public companies might find themselves suddenly having to pay tens of millions of dollars out of their own pockets because of data breaches, right?
1: I think that's certainly possible. Again, you know, we haven't seen a case that's gone too far at this point, but... Certainly in light of the breach at Yahoo, we've seen senators calling for investigation of the company, which will lead to a closer look at the activities of the board and the the, uh, senior officers as well. So, you know, whether regulatory agencies actually act on this or a private uh, stakeholder files a claim, I think we're going to see corporate leaders be held accountable.
0: And once we get in a situation where going out a year or two, and as I think, by the way, I think Yahoo Verizon may be the moment, but sooner or later, one of these lawsuits will succeed. It's just inevitable in the world we live in. Do you see this now becoming an issue for the thousands or tens of thousands of small businesses that exist around the country that may have a family-owning, it may have five or ten shareholders, and suddenly find itself a situation where there's been a massive data breach and those five shareholders – Sue the board of directors.
1: I think that's possible. I think that widespread shareholder suits, you know we're we're not facing that just yet, um, but I think it's certainly possible. And as far as businesses across the country, I mean, they are beginning to be aware more and more about breaches that affect them. I think the Yahoo Verizon, deal is a really good example of how businesses need to worry about the companies that they acquire or that they otherwise do business with. You know, if Verizon decides to go ahead with this deal, um, There'll be a question of, you know, what was the the prudence of that decision to move forward, given all these security concerns?
0: I think, what, there were a billion records or something in Yahoo? It was an un- unbelievably large number. I'll, I'll just say as an aside, I got an email a couple weeks ago telling me that I should change my password in Yahoo. And I'm thinking to myself, that was a data <laughs> breach in 2013. I've changed my password a number of times between then and now. Right. So, All right. Shifting our attention to the regulatory environment, the Federal Trade Commission, I think more than just about any agency, has really decided to try to take ownership of how to deal with, with data breaches and privacy. A couple of weeks ago, they brought their first significant enforcement action with respect to Internet of Things and an appliance where they created a liability or uh, it looks like they're trying to create liability for just doing a bad job of protecting uh, against hacking. Do you think that that's a trend that's likely to continue in a Trump administration?
1: I do think that the FTC and... Other regulators, the SEC, um, the Department of Transportation, with the rise of autonomous vehicles, I think that there is a commitment and a growing interest in uh, protecting consumers and ensuring that these products are secure. So even in an environment where we may have a a president who has, uh, you know, made assertions that he wants to... Uh, reduce regulation, I still think we'll see this as a growing area.
0: So this is a trend that, if anything, will continue to accelerate the more we live online. Data breaches are inevitable. You see that it's this is an inevitable part now of doing business in the United States, that boards directors and significant shareholders just going to have to be thinking about
1: this. Yes, absolutely. I think, uh, you know, you mentioned the FTC and I've mentioned the SEC. The Consumer Financial Protection Bureau brought – Um, An action this past summer, notably against a company where there was no breach, it was simply for their failure to properly notify and to uh, properly secure data, but it wasn't in the context of a large breach. So even when there isn't some, you know, really big uh, incident. I think companies need to be worrying about this.
0: So if you're a business owner, cybersecurity is something that you need to be paying attention to more and more. And if there's an opportunity for small businesses to create new technologies, this is clearly it. Rebecca, thank you very much. That was Rebecca Lewis. She is a deputy director for COGOD Cybersecurity Governance Center. I'm sure I'll have you on again. Thanks
1: for doing that. Thanks so much.
0: Cybersecurity is an issue for business owners, but it's also an opportunity for business owners. You know, the complex interplay between cybersecurity risks, liabilities, regulations, and business opportunities is like no other place in the country. It happens here in the greater Washington region. If you're an entrepreneur, this is something you're going to want to follow closely in the months ahead. This podcast, What's Working in Washington, is to give you the information that you need to find your next opportunity. Cybersecurity is a big one. We'll be coming back to it again and again. See you next time, and what's working in Washington. Stay tuned for 60 second AP News headlines. Healthcare discussions. I'm Ed Donahue with an AP News Minute. I want everyone to know I'm 100% behind this. President Trump met with at the White House with Republican lawmakers about the GOP healthcare bill. He says the press has not been speaking properly about how great this bill is. I watch, I say that's not the bill we're passing. And I also want everyone to know that all of these no's, or potential no's, are all yeses. Every single person sitting in this room. On Capitol Hill Health and Human Services Secretary Tom Price says they're hearing the Obama health care plan is not responding to people's needs. They don't have the kind of access that they want. They don't have, they're not able to afford. We met this week at the, at the White House with many individuals who felt they'd been harmed By Obamacare, by the ACA. The president is meeting with German Chancellor Angela Merkel at the White House. The government says February recorded its second hottest temperature on record,
1: behind only last year. I'm Ed Donahue.